everybody to episode 50 of the Drunk Friend Podcast. As always, we're your host. I'm Travis. That's, of course, Alex. And in celebration of episode 50, we got a big guest coming for you today. And, uh, well, I hope you like Elvis Presley. <laughs> we, we dug up Elvis. <laughs> nah, we're kidding. It's going to be us. We're, we're celebrating our 50th by having ourselves as guests. How, how awesome. You know, one of my f- favorite running gags when I was in high school was... Uh, being able to make sure that uh, every version of Elvis that we spoke of was L dash as in hyphen vis, and that was mm-hmm. just kind of our our running joke. So the fact that you said Elvis, it's, is, it's is hilarious. Funny. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's really hilarious joke. to everybody mm-hmm. to uh, to now uh, listening. It's fascinating listening. I'm sure. <laughs> We need a new '90s ass podcast, by the way. Oh, just just a focus, like a deep dive on something '90s. Yeah, just on '90s asses. <laughs> Fran Drescher <laughs> uh, Fra- coming in Fran at number Drescher ten in that skirt. <laughs> uh, Fran Drescher. Uh, who else was it? Uh, Freaking '90s. John uh, Lithgow. God. I mean, what a John Lithgow! Holy shit! Yeah. On freaking Third Rock. He, God damn. Yeah, with those khakis. Like, stop it. Walking around in those dockers, yeah. like fuck, packing a tank. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> but no, seriously, episode fifty. Uh, Alex, donk. Th- hey, Alex, thanks for sticking around for fifty episodes. And to celebrate, you came in here gnawing on a chicken sandwich. Took you thirty minutes to eat it. We're finally oh, able to record. Yeah, that chicken sandwich is amazing, and it took forever to eat. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. That's that's what celebration is. It's just eating for really long periods of time. So good good on you, buddy. But no, seriously, I, it's been a fun 50 for me. And I uh, think everyone who's who's listened and, and, get, and emailed and all that, we're, we're down for 50 more, I think. Nah. We have to, we have to get, as a guest, <laughs> we have I, to get... I have... Oh, yeah, as a guest. We have yeah, to get Miyamoto. Right. I mean, that's, that's how we go out. Well, Miyamoto or Vince McMahon. Together. To have the ultimate Vince McMahon, or I'm sorry, to have the ultimate Vince McMahon podcast, <laughs> to have the ultimate uh, 90s ass podcast, we need to have either Vince McMahon or Eric Bischoff. Let's be honest. Together. Vince McMahon, yeah, if he uh, is around and he'll hear this, that is 100% his up his speed. He'll he'll do that. You think, you think he'd come and, on here? Yeah, for sure, Vince McMahon. I mean, he's always, you know, open to interviews and things like that. Very easy. And he's never okay. bu- he's never busy. He's got things to do. He's got nothing to do. Sure. So I'll, yeah. let's see if we can get. If you out there have a connection to Vince McMahon, um, please bring him in because that's how we'll celebrate yeah. episode uh, one hundred. So yeah, Cap, come on. Yeah, it's about time you start pulling your weight, yeah, Cap, Captain, Captain Jackman. Let's go. Yeah. For for if for anyone wondering why Alex is yelling. Cap. Inside joke. Our, uh, our friend Captain Drachma is very good at reaching out to guests for us and uh, getting them to say yes and getting them on here, which is good. Uh, recent videos. Alex, did you quit YouTube? People want to know. No. Um, it's nice to quit things, though, <laughs> and to like look at them after the fact mm-hmm. and be like, huh, that's something I did and something that happened. Yeah, it's been kind of super helpful nice. i would say um, what are you going to change you got you got any big revelations are you, oh, you thinking I, about a new approach i i, I still want to be useful i just don't want to be so belabored when it comes to freaking humor you know what i mean like when it comes to like laying on the jokes like i i get like you know it's you, you get funny and you start feeling yourself a little bit yeah. and it's like all right well 
you know, you should kind of back away a little bit at that point. And that's a lesson I'll never learn. I'm always on. I'm always fun. <laughs> Don't tell me otherwise. But no, I get what you I mean. I love it. I get what you mean. I love it. Please bring more, Trav. Bring more. The audience needs more, more. Okay. But I, I love it though because <laughs> No, that's what it's like to unplug though. It's it's that it's just you're done. You're done with everything. You're done, son. You're done with everything. Like you're just out. Uh and that you realize the scope of what that is after the fact. It's not when you're making the decision of like, oh, I need to unplug. It's after you unplug where it's like, oh, I need to uh, back away from a shitload of things. Like all this stuff that I didn't even realize that I knew I was relying on all day, every day. And then here I am. (laughs) And you saw this picture. Uh, I was playing Tetris and I, when I say playing Tetris, I was like squinting and like sweating over this Tetris game of type B95, like just like white knuckle in it and just like hardcore, you know, like going like, like just Are you okay? hardcore. <laughs> I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm great, but it's fun <laughs> to just like forget about everything and just be like, I want to go for the high score on Tetris type B for level nine five. Like, that's, you know, and the only way to do that is to get the drops right. You know what I mean? That doesn't make sense unless you've played enough uh, <laughs> Tetris 9.5, I think. you got to press the down arrow on the D-pad to get certain stuff to drop faster so you get more points. It becomes kind of a thing. <laughs> it's kind of weird. I, I have to go outside to play it. I'm not going to lie because I'll wake up Pearl. Wow. <laughs> So you're saying in your time off, you've become such an intense Tetris player that you make noises while you play it. <laughs> Dude, it's crazy. Like, my dogs are scared of me. Like, I'm playing wow. like... You might need a longer break. I just love... Listen, Tetris is super fun. Sure. When you play 9-5 Type B. It's super fun. Yeah. Very cool. So you're you're enjoying the time off. You're finding time for games that you love, which is good. You're not. You're yeah, not I'm turning been, into Hank Hill. I told you about this. I was just going to say you've not been constantly working on new material or writing. You've just been relaxing. That's good. I don't know if relaxing is well, the right word. D- you're right. But, it doesn't sound like you're relaxing very much with Tetris <laughs> if you're having to go outside from scaring your family. How are you? When you take a break, like what do you do? Like, give me some advice. Oh, dude, I'd, I'd, I've never done it. If I yeah. if I take a break, I just start a different hobby and do that. Yeah. <laughs> I exactly. don't actually relax. Yeah, I've never. I sometimes people will tell me that they took a nap, and I'm like, "You did what? You do what now?" I don't understand. <laughs> do yeah, I don't understand naps. I'm like, "You wait, you were doing something, then you like in the middle of your day, you just fell asleep." What the hell? <laughs> I, I've never been able to do that. My brain doesn't stop. I don't sleep when I'm supposed to. Anyway, yeah. so yeah, I don't understand breaks. So that's why I'm asking you. I'm like, so you just stopped. You stop no. doing things, and then you. Started. I don't stop ever. Yeah, no, I. That's why I'm asking you. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know. What we the need hell? to bring in somebody else. We have no idea. Oh my god. Um, what do we do, Trav? You know, it, while you were taking a break, I released one video. So that's drunk friend here delivering. <laughs> but Air Fortress, fun time on the old NES. Pretty good. Little mixed genre action shoot 'em up, and a uh, little uh, floaty exploration shooty type thing pretty good pretty good made by hal i recommend it it's hard though it gets yeah hard. made by hal is what 
interests me because it was hell is what makes stuff like uh kirby adventure earthbound mm-hmm. all that you know ape entertainment of course had a hand in earthbound but you know yeah. all that sort of stuff all that bright you know, colorful stuff yeah yeah exactly uh kirby stuff yeah yeah and lolo so right on. that's another one so then lolo is another one yeah right yeah. on you get air fortress and it's I mean, I'm not saying it's dark, but it's definitely not not your cutesy, bouncy fun like their other stuff. So, pretty interesting, but I do recommend it. You know, well, I just realized that your Nest Friend channel is... Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, we are subscribed. Okay. I was going to say our own YouTube channel is not subscribed to Nest Friend, but <laughs> it got, is. I mean, you got to be. There's so, a, this is a very worthwhile segment. I'm going to take another piece of, of this... Are you eating sausage? another chicken sandwich? Mmm, uh, sausage. Sausage? Freaking fantastic. Are you in a golden corral? <laughs> How are you mixing meats? What are you doing oh, over there? Oh, you know what? That's a good topic. Meat is never a good thing. All right. This is great content. Um, You know what? While you're chewing that up, I'm going to mm. jump into this first email from our friend Joshua Lopez. Mmm. Oh, yeah, Josh. Yeah. yeah. That's Leslie, right? No, nope. the other Josh. Josh Lopez, yeah. Specifically, right, not Josh, Josh Leslie. Yeah, yeah, different Josh altogether. He says, sup, y'all. So Alex is leaning hard into this nerd voice. I'm wondering, have there been any moments where you needed to switch into the actual nerd persona to correct someone regarding games? One time in school, some classmates of mine were talking about Aerith from Final Fantasy VII, but kept <laughs> saying she was in Final Fantasy VIII. Needless to say, I interjected with the... Do you want to take that, Alex? Do you well, to- actually, she's in Final Fantasy VII, he said. And they never sat near me again for the rest of the semester. Thanks, <laughs> Joshua Lopez. I mean, I get it, Josh. If someone gets something wrong and you feel like you need to correct them, I mean, I hate being corrected myself, but sometimes, even in that moment, if I shoot a glance that says, shut up, leave me alone, uh, I'm probably pretty thankful. You probably saved me from being wrong down the road. So... Well, actually, if you gotta, that's what I say. Yeah, I guess it, it, I just love the. You gotta have some self awareness when you use it. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, um, I I love being well. Actually, as long as you're, you know, aware of what you're doing. But otherwise, no, don't be that guy. Like if if you're gonna be pedant, the well actually thing is just being pedantic about something that does not matter ever. At all to anybody, but uh, maybe depends. I think it really depends on how sure <laughs> the person is that's saying the thing. Like if if they're like, I know for a fact that you know <laughs> the office came out in 2015. You're like, no, it came out way earlier than that. Well, actually, like you've you know. <laughs> but if 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 they're if they're a little flimsy, if they're like, I'm not sure when it came out. Was it like 2008? There's no place there to to hit them with that hard. Well, actually, they weren't sure. You know, jump in there, yeah. but you don't have to give them the old, the whole well. Actually, that's too too much. That's just an innocent bystander you're hitting. <laughs> it's it's like a GTA three like drive by basically yeah. at that point. Um, and Use we don't discretion. need to do that. But um, no, that's fantastic. It's a great analogy, actually. Like, if you're off by that much, you know what? We should set a limit. You think so? Right here, right now, we should. Right set here, that right limit. now. Okay. Let's set a limit. Okay, so if you're off by three final, if no, if you're <laughs> off by two Final Fantasies, really, 
two when it comes Final Fantasy. Yeah, I think if you get Final Fantasy VIII, I think that's like. It's like, well, you get the general idea. Like, I'm not gonna fucking well actually somebody for. F- Ugh, come on, like, I'm I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Joshua Lopez, but I'm sorry, I'm not gonna interrupt somebody, you know, and be like an annoying somebody. I would. You would? I would. You would ruin it. I, two, two whole Final Fantasies. Saying... That's so much. That's so much. It's so I much would fantasy. If... It's so much final. I know. I would say. <laughs> You know, I don't know anything about Final Fantasy, so this is not a really good analogy for me. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I I do find it hard not to not to do a little a little bit of a well. Actually, I might be playful about it though. I might be like, <laughs> that's a that's the thing. You got to be a little lighthearted about it. You can't sure. be like serious. Like I'm angry that you got this wrong. Like don't be that guy, please. For mm-hmm. the love of God, yeah. do not be that guy. Yeah. I would say, honestly, only well, actually, your good friends. Really That's do good it. good policy. I agree with that. Yeah, 100%. Don't let your friends go around being wrong. Give them a good well, actually, and <laughs> kick them hard with it. Well, actually. Hit them hard. Well, actually, you know, the Ford F-150 came out in 1980-something <laughs> and something, something. Because a well, actually, guy, up my with that right voice, there's a I ton about it. Ford. He does. <laughs> But you, no, you're right because I think you're doing your friends a favor. You're looking out for your friends. <laughs> yeah, that's that's that point. But let as a stranger far as be wrong. What, yeah. uh, <laughs> as far as what uh, Mr. Lopez is talking about, um, yeah, it's it's tough to say. I yeah, you know, I I want to slide on the portion of just like let it slide Mm -hmm. just because i'm just a passive aggressive dipshit um you know just in general but if well actually ends up being like something important but it's like who's to say what's important i don't know me well you josh lopez i mean if somebody said you could get covid from holding a kitten I might I might throw a good hard well actually in there like dude well actually that's not true. Yeah. And I might say that to anybody on a bus. But yeah, you're right. I guess it depends. I would say use it your own discretion then. I think that's what we just have to fall back on. Just know that that person that you're well actually not going to like you, but they might appreciate you down the road. Take the temperature of your friend. Yeah. 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 All right. Okay. Our next email here is from our pal Klaus, aka Hans Gruber. He says, "Hey lads, a quick question just bubbled to the surface. Here it goes. What actions did you or do you plan to take on extending the lifespan of your consoles and cartridges? I'm thinking of switching batteries on some of the consoles and accessories, backing up save games, deep cleaning old consoles, or replacing parts that might fail someday. Capacitors, maybe? I always think that I need to learn soldering someday and at least replace all existing batteries with battery holders and new batteries on my SNES and N64 games. Thanks in advance and have a nice week. Klaus. Very nice email. Thank you, Klaus. And yeah, I've actually... I don't know shit about soldering, but I have done... Uh, battery soldering on my SNES cartridges like seven, eight times. I can't, I've lost count at this point. Yeah. But I've done it on my. Ori- Listen, you've heard me talk about Griffey. Of course. Griffey Baseball. Yeah. I 
took a soldering iron to my Griffey baseball cartridge Whoa. and soldered the hell out of that thing. Your baby. Got a new battery in that bitch. Whoa. And it was amazing. It was amazing. It felt incredible. No, was, I bet. Yeah. It was just a regular thing. It was like a DIY thing. You had an apron from <laughs> Home Depot on. You were out in your woodshed <laughs> with your goggles. You had country from 1996 blasting. My Maria. And you were just getting in there, right? Oh yeah, I bought Alan Jackson's whole catalog, yeah. basically. Very but good. No, uh, my brother texted me something about Trevor Lawrence, and I'm like, "What the fuck happened?" Oh, did he get a haircut? <laughs> now, I got, now I gotta Google. <laughs> Listen, my brother just texted me saying, "Really sorry, but Trevor Lawrence is tough to look at." <laughs> yeah, honestly, he looks like a bad PS2 character. <laughs> All rigid and shit. That Not- is perfect. That is. Please keep that in. That is perfect. I got distracted by my brother's. You're working on that cartridge. You got. You soldered it. Yeah, the soldering uh, on Griffey. The I actually saved my Griffey cartridge. Very I cool. Freaking. Yeah, it's just a matter of just heating up the soldering iron, melting the solder that's on there, and just getting it done. Get her done. I'm Get her done. To do nice, that, but. Yeah, no, it was it was legit. Just, it's always it rewarding, was su- right? Super easy to do. So I, I've yeah. done a few. I've done a few things. I've uh, and all of it very uh, you know researched. I changed a screen in a PSP once. I uh, and these are things that like a lot of people out there like I've done that seven or eight times today. But you know, if you're not <laughs> handy, like I'm not at all. I look. Yeah. I don't even trust me to plug in a TV, and I have several of them with several things hooked to them in my house it's not my strong suit so taking something apart mm. and then making it work again holy shit yeah. it's impressive so yeah i've done a few things like that i got a uh re uh, I, I soldered a uh you know, power resistor back onto an old turbografx 16 and got that to work and that was amazing but the thing is when i did that one i was worried that eventually like i did it right enough to work a few times but that eventually i would plug it in and my house would immediately burn down so i'm really yeah. paranoid about that one in particular but uh so far so good well i'm a homeowner now yeah uh, as you have been for many years now mm-hmm. but yeah i feel the same way and that's how i feel as well but <laughs> i managed to change the battery in uh final fantasy 6 and it ended up working my yeah, house did not burn down. Changing the batteries in the uh, in the cartridges isn't isn't too too bad, or in, no. and especially if you have to change a battery in like a Sega Saturn, that's super easy. Those just pop in and out. They're they're meant to be taken in and out. But um, I am worried about capacitors failing in some of those systems, like the Sega CD and the Saturn and the 3DO, some of the older ones. And there are some problematic ones, like the Game Gear. I think has some that are known to fail at some point. So yeah, these things don't last forever. So I'm you know a little worried about it. I don't have the skills to replace it on my own so at some point i need to make friends with a handy fella who has a soldering iron and a, <laughs> and a penchant for knowing his ohms and watts and come over and fix some of my stuff up but uh yeah that's all i can say find a guy that knows what he's doing and pay him well do what now do what now all right uh, another email here this one coming from drew he says hi there trav and alex first off I've been a listener since episode one, and I wanted to say congratulations for making it to 50. Keep up the good work. And Drew, Wait I don't, a second. How did he know he that? It was, I don't know how he planned it. Traveler from Back to the Future. Is this Marty McFly? 
Yeah. Like, how did well, this happen? I, here's what I think happened. I think he I think he knows we're slow. And mm. I don't think he, he knew we were going to skip a week. And so it just, it hit. It hit just right. So um, oh, yeah, good job, right. Drew. You won the lottery there. This is, we're actually reading an email intended to be read on the episode that it was written for. Very good job. Uh, all right. Drew goes on to say, this podcast has been a gateway to some great content, gaming or otherwise, with Trav's own channel. Thank you, Drew. Game Boyle, PD, Gaming Historian, Mariachi Entertainment System. Did you hear their Muse cover? By the way, he says, I actually haven't listened to that yet, but did you hear it, Alex? Yeah, their freaking thumbnail of it is plastered everywhere with that guy's face. Yes. Have you seen I that know. guy's face yet? I've seen that thumbnail. I don't know why I haven't clicked yeah, on that video yet. That's the thing is I see that guy's face all the time and I'm like, fine, I'll listen to it. And it was great. So, awesome. I don't I'm even using... like Muse, so whatever. I'm okay with Muse. They're fine. Nah, uh, they're fine. They're not good. They make a lot of racket for just three fellas. We're not Chip uh, Leapers tier. Yeah, they're not Morrissey, right? Am I right? Uh, he says, also wow, forgot. you have a good memory. What? Morrissey. Okay, anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> sidetrack me, I'll sidetrack you. Uh, he says, forgotten VCR, and the list goes on. As I approach turning 40, I've been, oh, sorry. I've seen gaming go through a lot of changes. It fascinates me to hear about other content creators who are damn near half my age. I've tried introducing my kids to things I grew up with, like the original He-Man, TMNT, NeverEnding Story, you know, the good 80s, 90s stuff. We love playing Turtles in Time, Sonic, Mega Man, and I make them levels in Mario, Mario Maker 2. They tire of my JRPGs, but maybe because I'm a completionist when it comes to those. Alex will appreciate that I've played Chrono Trigger so many times that I maxed out all character stats that I could from farming tabs. Yeah! So, yeah Alex loves it, as you can tell. Finally, yeah. my questions are, do you play games with your kids, nieces, nephews, etc.? Trav, I believe you have a daughter. Do you play games with her? If she's too young now, how do you plan on gaming with her in the future? As we get older, I think it's important for us to share these things with the next generation. Say hey to the families. Keep on rocking out. Drew. So great email from Drew there. I appreciate a question like this because my answer is I have no idea how to introduce games to my daughter who is about 30 months old now. She's two and a half. She is intrigued by cartoons a little bit now, but is not interested in games. Some characters we have some game we have like a we have like a Yoshi plushie she takes to and stuff like she likes the bright colors, but her concept of video games just isn't quite there yet. And I just don't know when I'll introduce it. You know, she's bound to it be introduced to it somehow because there's an entire room of our house that is, I'll say, lousy with video games. She'll find that room, and uh, she's going to yeah. be curious about them at some point. I hope, but uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll just, I'll just follow her lead. Whatever she's interested in, we'll do. Well, as somebody that has two ki- two kids that are actually dogs, huh. I'm one of those obnoxious dog people. Yeah, that uh, treat their dogs as kids. I, I don't actually treat. You kind of do. It's okay. It's okay. Come on, I do not. They're family. It's fine. <laughs> you feed them. You no, talk baby talk not. to them. Come on, come on. Um, no, it's. Uh, I do have nephews back home in Minneapolis, uh, or in Minnesota, I should say, and they are. Uh, it's. It sucks. Like, you know, it's hard to listen to this question without like. Missing them and being like, mm, I wish I could impose them with my crap. <laughs> right. They think it's really cool that, uh, oh, Uncle Alex is this weird, mystical guy way out in the desert that has this... 
has this this uh, YouTube channel because they really, you know, they're on YouTube all day and all that sort of You're stuff. You're a retro desert wizard. That is a yeah, great name. Retro desert wizard. I, I should love change it. my channel name to that. Please. Absolutely. I have cash. Please. I'll go to any amount you want. <laughs> That would be amazing. Retro Desert Wizard. That would that maybe that could be your change when you come back from break and then you have to have an intro that's like Retro Desert Wizard. Retro be- Desert Wizard <laughs> Drunk. But yeah. <laughs> I, I really they're they're amazing people. Um you know, they're only they're high school kids or junior high kids, and they're already amazing people that are really funny and really just <laughs> just happy people. And they you know, they're they're interesting people, so it's like I don't need to get in the way of their shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I I don't need to like barge my way. Like, oh, you you guys don't know what it's like to be something something, and then, so you don't want you don't want to force your will. You don't want to be like you know you guys. I see you out there playing that Fortnite, but you know what you'd really <laughs> like is Big Sky Trooper. Now that's a game, <laughs> Big Sky Trooper. That's a game, right? That's a LucasArts game. Yeah, yeah you should play that. You kids like Star Wars, don't that's, you? That's a LucasArts game right there. Yeah, for sure. You, you kids like Star Wars. The same guy you made both games. Wars, same same people made this. Yeah, but it's <laughs> one of those things that's just I don't want to like go out of my way to impose something. Well, I mean, you have you have a niece that uh, lives close. She play games with you. She's is she into it? At oh, all? that's my girlfriend's niece, Lily. She plays freaking like God of War. F- 17 or some shit wow she's amazing at all these like first person shooters games and oh man she's like off the rails with this stuff you know that god of war is great and all but you're playing chrono trigger (laughs) you're playing i'm not gonna be like you need to understand how good chrono trigger is and like (laughs) shove her face in it like a dog that peed in the wrong spot like come on like nobody like don't do be don't be that person don't do that to your kids please i see you got game pass there you know when i was a kid game pass was kirby superstar eight games on that thing (laughs) eight games on kirby superstar from freaking blockbuster that's what we did back in our day Uh, what do you think of this cartridge it is gray and it was plastic and there was a velcro thing that said out when it was out (laughs) so this game is out right now what do you think of that as you shove your kid's face into it it's like follow their lead let let them let them play and you play with them how about that all right our next email here is from our friend burger champ hello champ he says it is widely accepted that five of the top ten greatest games in history are various versions of the arcade masterpiece Revolution X. If you were tasked with making an updated version of Revolution X, what band would your version be based on, and how would it differ from the original? All right. Thanks for the question, champ. Early 2000s, what's your pick of, of a Revolution X of the early 2000s? Oh, it's got to be Limp Biscuit. <laughs> And Limp Biscuit is spelled somehow to have an X in it. So it's like Limp oh, yeah, bi- sure. Bixit. And um, you're just, sh- you know, you know how in Revolution X you're shooting like the CDs? Yeah. And in and, and Limp Bixit, you're shooting uh, little red New York Yankees hats. And uh, other than that, it's not different. It's still a bad game, but the only update is that it's a sprite swap. For red hats and uh instead of steven tyler going revolution x it's just fred durst going cheer when it starts a pretty solid game i think <laughs> listen trev you just gave birth to the worst idea that's ever happened was that not the goal 
So what's your what's your uh, your year two thousand to twenty ten? What's your Revolution X game? Who's your band and what are you doing? Metallica, yeah, you gotta shoot oh, every wow. yeah, every oh. yeah is a projectile yeah. Oh, like, of course, Hetfield's voice, it's just coming at you in the face like yeah, and that's going to be a gallery shooter as yeah. as is <laughs> as gotta, is normal. Very you cool. Shoot <coughs> every yeah. Very nice. I don't Ooh. think I don't think I see an issue with that at all. I think that's perfect. <laughs> How long are you allowed to wear a pair of pants before you have to wash them? Or what would it be like if you were trapped in the year 1996? Polykill is a podcast all about answering these questions, as well as talking about video games, if we have time. We solicit community feedback and beats so that we can read off what you've been beating in between us talking about basically whatever comes to our mind. It's a lot of fun. You can check out Polykill Podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts or reach out to us at polymedianetwork.com. All right. For this episode 50, we wanted to share some other YouTubers that we enjoy. We're not able to bring everyone that we like onto the show, unfortunately, for various reasons here and there. So we wanted to share some some YouTubers that uh, or some YouTube channels that we we really enjoy and just want to share. So, Alex, why don't you start us off? My first pick is going to be Andre Antunes. Yes. Because please go Google Andre Antunes because the, this guy is fucking amazing. And he's my favorite YouTuber. Uh, he makes guitar riffs and... Oh, geez. How do you describe this guy? Like, he makes, like, guitar riffs and just metal songs out of... Uh, viral videos yeah he just he just rips them from nothing the guy's amazing yes and he people send them this stuff and he makes songs out of them and his latest one involves auctioneers and you you anybody listening right now needs to go listen to it because it's hilarious and awesome it is so catchy I never yeah, thought in a million thing. years He's... that the song that I would listen to on repeat for a week <laughs> of my life would be a nonsense, gent-fueled <laughs> metal rendition of auctioneers just doing auctioneer shit. And these auctioneers, this is a video from something that they did years ago. They're not aware that they sound metal as hell. But then Andre comes in, <laughs> layers it with some gent, puts some grooves around it, it's the most addictive, and I'll say it's pretty metal, and it's awesome. I love the I love this guy, man. He's one, he's one of my favorites because he's done the same treatment for like viral videos, like the "Why Are You Closed" guy. Yes, and to the point where my girlfriend is stomping around the house saying, "Why are you closed? Why <laughs> Why are you closed? Why are you closed?" Like just like saying mm-hmm. that, like. In, like chanting it basically and it's like it's all because of that song it's hilarious as hell it's so good <laughs> and he's got the kenneth copeland down if you're aware of kenneth, Co- oh, kenneth copeland, copeland the, the, the the dipshit uh televangelist uh, yeah he's televangelist yeah from texas yeah he's he's ripe for the picking because that guy likes to shout yeah. he already speaks in a cadence and so you put some some <laughs> some metal around it man it's yeah it's pretty fun uh, I, I really want to talk up that auctioneer one one more time. Please go yes, and, and watch please that. Do. Yeah, that was really good. And if you, I know it's 
it's maybe difficult to figure out what we're saying here, but his name is Andre Antunes. So that's A-N-T-U-N-E-S, almost like Antunes, I guess, if yeah, you were not, thinking of it musically. I'm not sure if he's from Brazil or Spain, but it's Antunes. It's like T-U-N-E-S. Right. Yeah. So I asked him to come on the uh, podcast and he's like, I'm not all that confident in my English. And I was like, that's okay. You can, we can still help you out. And he was like, no, I, I'd rather not. And I was like... Okay. Yeah. And I felt bad, but he he's a super sweet guy and he's the his his music is amazing. Please go support that guy. He's yeah, super best. talented. Yeah, he's incredibly talented. Yeah. And that's I mean, he was kind of the inspiration for an episode like this cuz it's like what do we do yes. if we want to highlight somebody that we can't speak to? We really want to yeah, show them exactly. off. Exactly. And my, and my pick for that is Vitor Villela because he's another fellow that I went to and like, hey, what if we went to you and had you had on the uh, Drunk Fred podcast? He was like, I'm not, you know, he he's another fellow from Brazil. And he was like, I'm not that confident in my English speaking to be on a podcast. So he's done Contra 3 uh, and he's done Gradius 3. He's done a lot of Konami games, actually. <laughs> Super R-Tripe. He's done race driving for God's sake. Oh my uh, God! I know it's it's terrible. Like, h- how can you do race driving? He's done Secret of Mana, uh, XLA, F Zero. He's done so many Super Nintendo games, and he's all he's done is he's just made them better. Like he's just, hey, this is my hobby. I make games better. Also, by, he's oh, so he's modding them and and stuff yeah. Like that. Okay, I didn't realize that. Yeah, I thought he was just doing he's, reviews. No, he's doing SA1 patches to make them these games better. And sometimes some people are like, uh, this game isn't better. This game is harder. And it's like, okay, then go back and play the game <laughs> yeah. as it was. It's like, it's not that hard to do that. But th- what he's doing is amazing and incredible and something I wish existed when I was a kid. Um, and he's one of my... Uh, you know, best case scenarios for stuff I wish existed when I was a kid. So. Yeah. I mean, making Hats race driving to... remotely palatable, which I guess, you, you didn't you, I'm recalling a story now, didn't he try that, but it was just so fast, it was it was actually maybe more difficult to play, but at least he, it was not painfully slow. I think he tried slow. doing, he tried to do it with, yeah, he tried to do it with, um, oh God, uh, he tried to do it with race driving, actually, I think. Uh, if you scroll through his Twitter feed far enough back to like the uh, what do you call it to the pandemic era and he's like oh uh, turns out you actually can speed this game up if you really actually put the time into it wow yeah that's cool the guy's amazing he's incredible so what is the how do you get to his YouTube channel I think you just search uh, Hacker Villela on uh, on Twitter and You go to, he has a Patreon that's just Vito Villela. Very cool. Good pick. You know, I was thinking like, I don't really have any, uh, I guess, YouTube recommendations that aren't already like super popular. I'm not, I usually don't go beyond the first layer of stuff that's recommended to me, to be honest. I don't spend a ton of time on YouTube like I used to. When I Mm. spent a lot of time on YouTube, I found you and you were, you were what I considered (laughs) 
the dregs. I was like, what is this? Three? What a crap ass. Pe- yeah. I was like, what is this guy? Got you like 3,000 subscribers? Like, what is it? What is he? Is he drunk all the time? Was it? Um, but you weren't. You weren't drinking at all. You're making really good videos. And I was like, wow, this guy's really good. Yeah. Since then, I haven't really dug much. But um, so most of the stuff I'm going to talk about today, pretty well known. But Alex, have you heard of a, of a YouTube channel uh, called Wheezy Waiter? No. All right. Well, Wheezy Waiter, literally that, just W-H-E-E-Z-Y Waiter on YouTube. Uh, He just crossed a million subs there. So again, this is no spring chicken on the old platform. But he does a lot of really interesting things. He kind of does, I don't know what you would call it, kind of self-journalism. So he... He picks like a fad or a thing that people do or just something that people are inquisitive about and he tries it usually for a month. So he has a video that's like no sugar for a month and then he talks about what it was like to what that process was like cutting it out, what he experienced while he was doing it. You'll get uh, you know he he films while he's doing it so you might see him check in and be like all right, I'm day 5 without sugar. This was my struggle on this day. This is my struggle like this. He's done like veganism for a month. He meditated every day for a month. He, he does all of these really what you might consider like mundane things but things that you've always been curious about and he gives you the this is what it's like. I tried to have good posture for a month. Um, I, you know, <laughs> I love that. Just all of these interesting things. So, and he's very good at at talking about. It's like one of those well edited pieces where it's it's kind of snappy, but it's not to the point that it's jarring like a lot of uh, YouTubers do, where it's so edited that you're like, I'm dizzy. Oh yeah, you get the snap edits. Is yeah, what, uh, he does yeah. a little bit of that, but it's it's very tastefully done. I think he's a really talented guy. <laughs> so. I would recommend checking out Wheezy Waiter. He does a lot of yeah. neat challenges. I'm looking right now. I see why do people like winter? And I'm like, I'm from Minnesota and I moved to New Mexico. I know why people don't like winter. I don't need to watch this video. But anyway. Oh, he's I, asking I, why I, people I, do like it. And he's like, I don't get it. I'm kind of with you on that. I need to watch that video because I hate yeah, winter. I, I fuck winter. But he's like working out for 200 days. Why do people like being married? Good posture for a month. Meditating yeah. every day for a month. The meditating stuff really affects me because meditating is one of those things that sounds like a good idea. You know, it's, it always sounds like a, something like, oh, yeah, I started meditating. It's like a Bojack Horseman kind of thing. Like, I started <laughs> meditating the other day, you know, and it's like, I, it really clicked with me. It's like, okay, go to hell. <laughs> but uh yeah like you didn't like stop it but uh <laughs> you were meditating? quiet for a few minutes every day yeah That's you great. were quiet <laughs> you were you were you shut up for a while and then that's it but yeah exactly 12 minutes for this though is interesting and i some of his videos though i'm gonna say i tried getting up at 4 30 a.m i get four, i get up at like fucking 3 a.m every day like, yeah, that seems like a your problem though i don't think many I people had, are doing that you yeah, and farmers that, are doing that that's not common uh, i guess but uh yeah that's my problem not his problem is that what you're saying <laughs> i think i think a i'm saying big that's boatload of his problem and not my problem i mean if you're getting up at 3 a.m for no reason that's it's interesting no there's a reason the reason is that i'm thinking taking too much vitamin d or something i don't know but anyway, huh. uh Interesting. Yeah, why do like why do people like being married? Why is that, Trab? Did you got to what you have to watch to find out? <laughs> I guess so, huh? Well, yeah. why, he, I will say too, he also speaks to a lot of experts. He pulls in the uh, he'll talk to a clinician or a practicing scientist, give you that scoop. It's not just this one guy blathering. Uh, He's a very well researched lad. 
scientists. Yes, very good. Very good. I, I highly recommend it. Uh, I'll throw another one because you let off with two. You went hard with two in the paint. You had v- Vitor and uh, Andre there. And so for my for my true crime people out there, woo woo, you like that true crime. Uh, a, a fella that I like, he is from Great Britain. Somewhere over there, yeah. I guess. He, uh, the, the name of the channel is called That Chapter. He goes by Mike. Oh, I've seen this. Yeah, I yeah. know exactly what you're talking about. I've seen this. This has actually been recommended to me. Yeah, yeah, it's solid I was, stuff. I've always held off on it for some reason. I'm like, eh. It's pretty but good. Yeah, it's pretty well researched. It. I think he does a really good job. He he finds uh, or he takes cases, uh, true crime, sometimes mystery, sometimes solved, most of the times dark, and goes over. All of the big uh, points of it, usually in about a 20 to 25 minute video, a lot of nice visuals. He does his due diligence. You get some you get some research that maybe you wouldn't get elsewhere, a lot of updates on the case. So it's not just like he's reading articles he found online necessarily. So he does a really <laughs> good job of pulling it all together. He's kind of funny. So if you don't like a lot of humor with your true crime, some people don't. He, he I think he tries to add some levity because... True crime is naturally not fun, uh, but if you you know if you don't like that, maybe not. But overall, I think he does a really good job, and he says uh, third funny. He says third, and uh, everyone likes that. That's a big deal among his among his crew. Just the way he says third, because he's he's uh, you know Irish or Scottish or something. Dirty Drina third there. So uh, very good stuff. And he also does other types of mysteries. It's not always murder. Sometimes he'll do like a Reddit mystery, like. What was this all about? You know, kind of maybe some spooky stuff, uh, which is more fun than anything. So re- I recommend that chapter if you're into into the true crime. Yeah, I really like uh, being recommended that kind of stuff because uh, that stuff would have shown up on my... Uh, that stuff has actually shown up on my recommended feed in the past. And I'm, I've always been, like, really excited. See, uh, but his videos are so long. Yeah, 20, like 25 minutes, 29 yeah. 29 minutes, 22 minutes. It's like, I don't have... Ain't nobody got time for that. But, yeah, that's that's me. It's I don't have time. To, sure, yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, and you're watching, like, all of SummerSlam 97. <laughs> well, oh, shit, let me think. What was SummerSlam? SummerSlam 97 would have been... <laughs> Brett, Brett what have Hart I Undertaker, done? I, I think. don't know. Uh, and that was I. You know what I think when you say SummerSlam '97, the first match I think of is like Bulldog, Ken Shamrock, and when Ken Bulldog decides to like humiliate Ken Shamrock, he beats Ken Shamrock, and then he like smears dog food on him, and Ken Shamrock just snaps and just like goes insane, and that's like supposed to be Ken Shamrock's big push. Like his big deal, like yeah. oh, he's gonna be a big main event guy now because he got <laughs> he got angry because of dog food. It's like as a fan, I'm like, uh, okay, hey cool, man, cool, I guess. Ken Shamrock is so cool. He got he has uh, he was referenced in some Limp Biscuit lyrics, so that's that comes <laughs> full really? circle. That comes full circle. I don't even know about that. How, how many am I up to? Like three. This will be your third. Yeah, Maurice Sedwell. Um, that's actually not his name, which is kind of funny. I forget what his actual name is. Uh, I need to look it up. But he, this guy, is like an expert on men's fashion. And oh, his name is Andrew. Uh, 
oh god it's like andrew ramroop or something like andrew ramroop yeah i see it here yeah yeah this guy is amazing and he is an expert on men on how to like make men's suits and it's like almost hypnotizing to watch this because he knows exactly like he's talking like every stitch every fabric every everything and he's one of my favorite people because he explains his craft in a you know he explains his craft in a way in a way that i can understand it i i knew nothing about men's fashion i don't give a shit about men's fashion he made me care about men's fashion because (laughs) he explains it so well that's cool how did you come across this were you were you actively looking for a channel like that no i i honestly don't know uh that's a great question i don't know um how did i find this it's a great question trav i don't know um it just showed up on my youtube thing i guess and you clicked it because i'm just asking because if i saw something like that in my youtube feed i'd be like what the hell and i don't know that i would be as interested to click let me let me see what my it was something about like dinner jackets or something like that. I was like, why the hell? You know, to, to be honest, it was like, why is this here? And I was like, uh huh. Dinner jackets, huh? Okay, let's talk about <laughs> dinner jackets. And I'm like, okay, we got dinner jackets, uh, bow ties. And I was like, oh my God, this guy's incredible. Huh. Like, this guy's talking about like why it's useful to wear a vest with a coat and why a. A, a handkerchief matters in uh you know it's it should it should complement the tie and you know like all this kind of stuff it's like oh my god i never thought about the, any of this ever right yeah i usually just like, put something on yeah. and then i walk in front of my wife and if she screams i go back and try again <laughs> i was the same way yeah. yeah so i love this kind of stuff because i'm learning something all the time and no, it's it's confusing because he's not actually Maurice Sidwell, but he's Andrew Ramoop representing the right, Maurice right. Sidwell, uh, uh, so to speak, uh, gotcha. brand, I guess, or something like that. But I love it because it's it's educational. I love learning things, and that's something I've I've, I've always loved. Is just. <laughs> like right now i'm looking at dinner jacket with a shawl collar it's like what the fuck is a shawl collar gotta click on it gotta find out gotta gotta click know. On. i like i need to know what this <laughs> is and he's so good at explaining at what it is and why it's important and like why it's functional it's like i feel like i'm that's the thing is i feel like that it, it speaks to my skill set i guess is like oh that's what i do and that's what i've always done is is explain you know, I try and be a teacher. Yeah, I guess is just yeah. I mean, I mean that makes a lot of sense. So he he kind of delivers this information in a style that you appreciate, and I think that goes a long way. That's pretty yeah. cool. I, I took, think that's that one's very interesting. It was like an ultimate. It was like an ultimate warrior promo to try and describe how I <laughs> feel about this. Cause it took no, I think that was anyway. That's a good recommendation. It's it's. Uh, it was outside of the. I was worried that we would funnel too far into like games or, no. or comedy, but that one was one that I, I really, I'm really appreciating that you shared. And so I have one that's not quite like yeah. that, but it's still in the crafty vein. And it's it's an interesting channel. When I I don't remember uh, how I came across it. I think maybe my buddy Jake showed it to me. But uh, when I came across this channel, the Craftsman Steady Crafton. Ooh, yeah. Let me look this up. This sounds good. So it's it's the crafts c r a f s man 
steady crafted. Okay, yeah. It came up immediately. So he's got a little sock was, puppet guy. His yeah. poor guy's face reveal was his first. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's and all I, a big I joke. I can identify with that. Yeah. Time. So he, he yeah. he's, I, don't, I don't think any of his face reveals are real. I'm not real sure. But he, uh, <laughs> he does use a character that is a sock puppet, and he does crafts, and he's extremely talented with these crafts. But the interesting thing about this guy's videos, the craftsman, steady crafting, is that when he narrates, again, you never see his face. You only usually see his hands. And he wears gloves, so you don't know even <laughs> what his hands look like. Um, his voice is, or his character is the sock puppet, and that's how he describes everything. And it, it's kind of like even a use his real voice. No, he doesn't even use his real voice, and it sounds it's kind of like a friendly old man. So he'd be like, "All right, everybody, I got these figures here today. We're gonna paint them. Uh, I got one out of the kiln here. We're gonna paint him a little bit orange. So it's kind of like a Southern Bob Ross. You'd actually probably appreciate it, and." <laughs> The art is fantastic. It's uh, he tells you why you should use certain chemicals. Uh, he tells you how to mix mix your paints and how to work your clay and all these things. Stuff that I'm not interested in doing. I don't make anything out of art, but I can watch these videos because he's so steady and relaxing. He's actually very funny. Look at this figure here. Oh, it's so good <laughs> and stuff like that. I mean, just really interesting stuff. So the craftsman, steady crafted. I mean, it's interesting stuff. I highly recommend it. You'll laugh, you'll feel good, you'll be relaxed, and uh, you'll be intrigued because he's an interesting guy. He's very talented, but you'll never you don't know much about him. It's very interesting. Right on. Yeah, I want to recommend our friend Layla Ataye because yeah. she's amazing and she's one of my favorite people. I'm subscribed to her Patreon. I'm not saying go subscribe to her Patreon, but she is. Amazing. Like, what she does on her YouTube channel is what I've always wanted to do, which is just educate people in terms of art and uh, how to do things. It's how to paint, basically, and how to draw. And she she is really good at doing that sort of thing through YouTube, which I think is a really difficult skill to get. And she just posted a video uh, today... I think is today the 28th no it's 29th, 29th. Yeah. yeah no she posted a video yesterday and it it's an it's a fantastic video where she's just talking about how to draw a rabbit and i'm like my only memories of a rabbit are when clyde dog grabbed a rabbit in his chops and almost ate almost swallowed it whole dang and i'm screaming at the top of my lungs like drop drop it drop it you know like i'm <laughs> I was describing this earlier today because Pam was talking about it. And <laughs> and I'm like, please, God, do not eat this rabbit, Clyde. And he eventually dropped it. And thank goodness. The rabbit scurried away. And thank God. But um, we'll, we'll have yeah, Easter this I'm, year. Whew, it was close. <laughs> I'm screaming, drop it at the top of my lungs at 5.30 a.m. In, in front of an apartment building. But she managed to recontextualize rabbits for me. <laughs> far from that um that's the point i was coming around to anyway uh, we know it's fun she, she was episode 25 so she was halfway she was. back in our catalog isn't that crazy she was halfway to here that seems uh, <laughs> i don't know what that makes you how that makes you feel but it seems to me like that was not the halfway mark i don't know if it She's was my, <laughs> mentally if it's further toward now or further back i don't know but it's weird to think that. i wish we we should talk to her again because she's one of my favorite people she's one of my favorite guests very cool 
Uh, I have one more I want to share, and I think this is a guy I would be surprised if you're not familiar with um, Scooter Magruder. Do you know Scooter Magruder? No. Oh, really? I, you are... You, Prepare to be surprised. Okay, so Scooter does a fun thing. He has a he has a gag that was popular on on some Reddit feeds. He he basically will he has jerseys and shirts for just about every sports team ever, and he will shoot these rapid fire response videos as those fans. So he's like, Oh, I know this guy. Yeah, yes, I've seen him I knew it. I okay. knew you had. Yes, exactly. So yeah. he's like, How different fans reacted to this, and so he'll be wearing like a shirt from cer- a certain team. This guy's and, been around a long time yes. too. Huh? Huh. He's so funny. He's super funny, super yeah. talented. I don't I don't really want to know what his shirt and jersey budget is because he's sinking a lot of money into this gig. <laughs> but it's super funny. And he also does some gaming <laughs> stuff too. Even has his own gaming channel called Scooter Gaming. Uh, I actually think this is a guy that we could potentially get on the podcast, to be honest <gasps> with you. But uh, he's a funny, super funny guy. And I always get a kick out of watching his stuff. You know, even if, even if he's dogging on my team, he's funny about it. And I, I got to respect it. So... Funny dude. Scooter Magruder. I want to see... I'm super curious now. I want to see how badly he dogs the Vikings, because there's no way he can dog them as badly (laughs) as I can. Because, fuck the Vikings. I'm so... Listen, if you're a Vikings fan, please email the show and just vent. Okay? Just please email drunkfriendpodcast at gmail.com. Vent about how upset you are as a Vikings fan. I guarantee you, you, you hate being a Vikings fan. Please. There is no fun when you're a Vikings fan. In in the subject so, line, if you would, please just add a little Trav ignore there so I don't have to be subjected <laughs> to it. I'm, I'm a nice guy. I don't need that in my life. You guys can be mad. You guys can be mad. I'm just going to watch Scooter Magruder make fun of y'all. Oh, and, uh, yeah, ooh, yeah. But no, please email me tell me how much it sucks to be a vikings fan because it fucking sucks what do i have to look forward to this year what justin jefferson being a good receiver being a wr1 well whoop the shit okay congratulations you have a good wide receiver showing a lot of motion tonight showing a lot of motion tonight it's okay hey they're not playing for another few months calm down it's all right hey we're all right i'm so tired of it Uh, it's just year after year after year hey you always have the twins, Just. am I right? They're doing great, yeah. The twins? No, they're seven and thirteen. <laughs> Trav. Hey, they've played twenty games, and isn't that special? Isn't no. that? No. Nope. Okay. Sorry. Uh, I tried. <laughs> uh, well, that's going to do it. We shared some uh, some YouTubers that we enjoy. <laughs> it would be nice. To- I tried to hold it as much as I could. I'm sorry. <laughs> It'd be nice if we could get a few of those guys on the old show. Seems like it seems like Andre Antunes is not uh, not seeming likely, but. You know, maybe and maybe Wheezy Waiter, he's got a million subscribers, he's probably not going to stoop down to us. But, you know, maybe a few of these others it would be great to talk to because we, we respect their work. And it's always fun to ask questions to people you respect a lot. So that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, they're awesome. We love them. And by the way, Trav, you should have said the Wild. They're actually going to make the playoffs and they're going to be a good team. And they got Kirill Kaprizov. The Wild. What is that? Is that a hockey thing? Is that a hockey squad? That's a hockey, that's a hockey squad. Okay, yes. I know you know I don't yeah. do the old hockey, so yeah. I'd like to the old the old hockey the, the the swords on skates. Yeah, you need to you need to get me into it, but I don't I don't want to root I for a far away team. It'd have to be somebody close to me to get me interested, probably. Hmm. Well, you're in uh, Virginia, yeah. Yeah, we got so we, we you got gotta the eat, Carolina. You gotta eat. 
Well, either Carolina or uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah. Oh wait, what? Isn't there? There's a DC team, no? Uh, there is a DC team with uh, one of the greatest goal scorer scorers ever, if not the greatest huh. goal scorer ever. I hate his DC name sports. is uh, Alexander Ovechkin. If you know his name, and I just oh, I've seen that name throat. before. I always think it says Oven Chicken. It makes me hungry. <laughs> Very cool. Ovechkin is uh, yeah, he's a big deal. Cool. Well, he sounds delicious. All right, that's uh, that's going to do it then, everybody. Again, Alex, thanks for fifty episodes, man. It's been fun. Sounds like it hasn't been. It sounds like you're miserable. I'm I'm good. I'm chipper. I think I've become just, a better podcaster over the last fifty episodes. <laughs> I've gained some confidence. When we're we're having well, fun. I've gained some weight, man. I've I've gained my COVID nineteen. Oh God. <laughs> it's my Vince McMahon laugh. Well but uh yeah. yeah. Huh. Well, I've, you know, I've, that's what you know, the summer's coming out. You're gonna you know, get that shirt off. Get to running down the street, burning those cows. I'm not gonna get that shirt off. I'm gonna spare my neighbors. I, listen, I just moved to a new place. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna freaking torture my neighbors with freaking no. shirtless Alex. Are you freaking kidding me? That's how you show who's boss. No, <laughs> it's not about how you look under the shirt. It's the confidence to take it off. If I see a guy that doesn't have a good physique with his shirt off, I'm like, that guy's beaming with confidence. I could never. I can never touch that guy's level of alphaism. And you'll put them in their place. Just take that shirt off, run down the street. You know what? And do it when it's cold. That'll really get them. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it at 3 a.m. How's that? Yeah. When, the, when there's no sunlight. There you go. Make sure you're Nobody's screaming. Nobody's watching though. and there's no sunlight. That, that sounds good. Okay. All right, everyone. Well, that's been another Drunk Friend Podcast. As always, you can reach out to us with questions or comments at drunkfriendpodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. We'll respond or... Read it here eventually, unless you're Drew and you just hit the jackpot. I mean, maybe that's the thing. If you guess which episode we read your thing on, you don't get anything special, just our respect. Uh, Please head over to polymedianetwork.com if you want to hear more podcasts from us or our crew. We got Tales of the Lesser Medium out there. We have a new episode dropping soon on the Ninja Gaiden story from the first NES game. It's pretty funny. Uh, and you can check that out. It's already on the old Polykill Patreon. Uh, we got Petey's Power Hour for your beverage-related entertainment. Uh, Polykill, if you like, well, me and uh, video games. And we also have IndieQuest over there for those under-the-radar titles maybe you missed. Well, actually, Trav, oh my God. I believe it is pronounced Ninja Gaiden. Oh, Jesus so Christ. So you should re- Gaiden, re- Gaiden. record that that oh, particular God. part of the podcast. Oh, God. Because, yeah, I believe it is Ninja Gaiden. Okay, that's so fine. You should go back and I've that. I've heard Ninja Gaiden. I've heard it with a pause. So No, no, it's Ninja Gaiden. If you're not interested in sending an email, no big deal. Just <laughs> give us a rating or review on a podcast of your choice. Wow. Yeah, that'll sell us out big time. It'd be great. You can find us on social media on Twitter. I'm at Trav Plays Games. You can find Alex, of course, at SNES Drunk. Ah, then I'll show The music you heard at the beginning and can hear right now is composed by our friend Kular. Jack, you heard it called Electric Shabbos. And you can hear a You can find a link of more of his music. Oh, gosh. On the podcast. Fun Sky Project. Fine. Shout out to Josh. What the fuck am I even doing? <laughs> the random ebbs and flows in both are so good. The shout out to Josh Lovely for our first question. Logo, and I need a fucking drink right now. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. Wow. Well, be sure to Jesus, catch us on YouTube. What am I doing? Thanks for listening. Ah, have a great rest of your day. Wow. Oh, gosh. <laughs>